In our second segment this evening, we look at the massive collective bike rides that began shortly after Black Lives Matter protests erupted here in New York City. The rides continue to grow. On Saturday, an estimated 15,000 cyclists gathered beneath the Unisphere in Flushing Meadows Park in Queens and proceeded to ride into Times Square and then over to Gracie Mansion, home of Mayor Bill de Blasio, the would-be police reformer turned NYPD mouthpiece. This marked the seventh consecutive Saturday the Justice Bike Rides has been held. Joining us this evening to talk about the Justice Bike Rides is Orlando Hamilton, co-founder of Street Riders NYC, the group that organizes uh, these rides. Uh, before he was a chef and then was laid off during the pandemic, he says he's, quote, just a regular dude who saw a void and filled it. And uh, yeah, uh, uh, he certainly did. Uh, Orlando, welcome to the WBAI Evening News. How you doing, man? Doing very good. It's great to have you with us. Thank you. Thank you. you. Certainly. Uh, So, you know, we have a few minutes here. And uh, can we start just by uh, having you describe how these uh, rides got off the ground? uh, So what the the inspiration was and and how it it got going? Okay. Um, I'll try to say it as fast as possible. Basically, uh, I just started off going to different protests in the beginning and uh, we just repeatedly were getting attacked by the police and then curfew hit and it just got really stressful Uh, so I ended up bringing my bike out and I would ride through the large marching protest and just call for bikes to come to the front and uh, talk and some days it would only be like two or three and then other days it'd be about 10. Uh, and just doing that three or four times a day kind of uh, made everybody aware of what I was doing. And before you knew it, within like two weeks, I was bringing up about 3,000 bikes. And uh, it ended up kind of interrupting the protest. So we had to make a decision to uh, establish ourselves as our own entity and start to uh, throwing our own protests, right? And, and who who's participating in these in these massive bike rides? Who's who's coming out for them? If you can kind of describe uh, everybody who's involved. <laughs> everybody. everybody. Uh, the organization is just me and one other person, Peter. Um, but everybody comes out to these rides. It's insane. Uh, if you live in the Upper West Side, if you live in Bronx, if you live in Brownsville or Queens, or it doesn't matter. They come from everywhere. It's really astonishing. Mm. And, and, and in the past, uh, you know, here in in New York, uh, I mean, bike riding was you know often uh, sort of seen as I don't know something of a sort of a you know a white uh, white person crunchy granola you know kind of a activity um, and. and you know, the, the some of the bike lanes were you know heavily criticized for for catering to to that kind of uh, uh, you know social base. But it's it sounds like this is 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 much more diverse than that, and and, and that you're uh, maybe inspiring a lot of people who maybe haven't biked as much in the city before to start doing so. Yes, um, I get DM'd or emails all the time uh, from people that constantly say they just are not comfortable riding a bike out in uh, New York City in New York City except with our bike protests uh, I've had 
at least 20 people tell me that they bought a bike because of our protest. So we're trying to, we're trying to create a different culture out there where it's not just black or white or old or young. It's like we can all come together. Since kids, we all loved riding bikes. So if we can just find that common ground of just joy and freedom within the bike, then it kind of gives everybody a chance to get to know each other and not feel so uh, alienated just because it was seen as a, a white male type activity. Right, and and I understand this uh, um, this kind of uh, mass uh, collective bike ride uh, may start happening in other cities as well. Yes, I mean technically it already has. I'm from Los Angeles, and I have friends out there that are doing these bike rides too now. Um, but we plan on taking our growing movement to other states as well. COVID might throw a little, uh, throw a couple of uh, obstacles in our way, but we still plan on establishing ourselves outside of New York as well. That's great. And uh, as far as here in the city, uh, I, I take it there will be another uh, justice bike ride on, on Saturday? Yes, sir. Every Saturday we do a ride at a different location. Right, and, and um, I know you, you 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 never divulge the route in advance, but uh, can you tell us uh, uh, when and where people will be gathering on this upcoming Saturday? Uh, I can tell you that people will be gathering on the Street Riders NYC Instagram to find out where to gather. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so people can uh, find out more on uh, social media on Instagram at Street Riders NYC. Uh, Orlando Hamilton, yes, thank you so much for joining us this evening. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate uh, you just shedding some light on what we're doing out here. Yeah, no, what y'all are doing is is amazing, and it's it's great to see it flourishing. Thank you, thank you. Okay. Good night. All right. Uh, for our listeners, real quick, I want to encourage everyone who can do so to give generously to WBAI during its fund drive and help keep shows like this on the air. You can give by calling 516-620-3602 or going straight to give to WBAI.org. Again, that phone number, 516-620-3602. You can make a one-time donation or better yet, sign up as a WBAI buddy for $10 per month and help keep shows like this on the air. Thanks again for joining this evening. A special thank you to Amba Gergarian and Renee Feltz for their help with this evening's show. You can follow the latest news from The Independent at independent.org. Uh, once again, that phone number to give to WBAI, 516-620-3602. Thanks for joining us. We'll be back same time next week.